0: guys welcome to another episode of making dough show where we talk about making dough in the restaurant business today i get to answer cynthia's question and cynthia asks i would like to open a restaurant uh, a mexican taco shop in florida and i hear a lot of negative you know, opinions uh, about the restaurant business, that it's not profitable. I would like to hear your experience on that. So here's what's going on. A lot of people are looking as we're going, as the world is changing and they're looking into, they've been passionate about opening a restaurant and wondering if it's still a good idea to open a restaurant or not and i won't be able to give you a solid answer because i'm not you i don't have the context as to where you are but i'm going to leave you with some questions to ponder and uh, hopefully answering these questions will give you some clarity as to what is best for you and your scenario if you've been wanting to open a restaurant Before that, I want to give you this disclaimer, friend, business is risky. It's always been risky and it will always be risky. There is no sure thing in the world, as you know, and particularly in the business and particularly in the restaurant business, but you probably already knew that friend, but anyway, so you're looking at the world crashing and burning and a lot of restaurants are not doing very good, as you can see. And I've said that before, before the pandemic, we had thousands of restaurants that were thriving and thousands that were still closing their doors. During the pandemic, you have thousands that are thriving and there are thousands that are closing their door. So if you're just going to base on the success of an industry on the outside data, it's kind of an ill way of viewing it. I hope that makes sense. There are many, many variables and factors that are involved in making sure a business is successful. And in this case, if you're thinking about opening a restaurant, I would ask you this, tell me a little bit about your experience and all the facets of sustaining and having a thriving restaurant. What are some new experiences when it comes to the kitchen, but the operations, kind of on the kitchen side, the front of the house, customer service? How are your finances? I mean, it all depends on how much savings you have and how much are you willing to, if you're willing to, you know, get a loan. How much debt are you wanting to go in? Your understanding of finances uh, or studying a P&L. Management, you know, how good are you with managing people, hiring, training, onboarding? How good are you when it comes to marketing, which is an essential part of any any business, which a lot of times business owners are not as good when it comes to the marketing of the business. But that alone is going to be the factor where you're able to get those customers. Management is going to make sure those folks come back, but it is not difficult to get people to come to the restaurant. It's obviously the next phases with your management and your operations. Make sure that we exceed their expectations so they continue to come back. So what I'm trying to tell you is that ultimately to have a successful restaurant, you need to have, either you need to have experience and have an understanding of, of the stuff that I mentioned to you, or you need to have people in place that have an understanding of those things. So I'm not telling you, Hey, you need to know everything. If you don't, that is okay. But just have that understanding that that is going to be a vulnerability of your restaurant and you need to have somebody with that level of expertise to cover that weakness. The third tip I have for you, which is kind of very connected to the last tip, is that it takes a village to succeed in anything, of course, as you know. So it takes a village to um, be successful in the restaurant business. What is your support system? Is it just you? Is it you and your spouse? You know, do you have other family members? You know, if you have children, have you considered that? You know, maybe you have teenagers who are also going to be working alongside of you at the, at the store. You know, do you have... You know, other people from the past, the restaurants you've worked that can come in and assist you in becoming a manager, taking a shift or two. You know, that is a very important factor. If you don't have the management in place, um, you know, when we went from uh, one location to two locations, we thought we had the Obviously, we were very, wanted to make sure that our location number one did not need us so we can be at location number two. But it ended up that we were not able to gather a leadership team for our location number two. And uh, we ended up working a 100 hours and I had a one-year-old um it was very tough for our second location. Point being that it, it won't be sustainable for you to, with the restaurant, you need to have a team. You need to have a support system. Is there an uncle? Is there a cousin? Other people that you can bring on board, at least to help you for the next six months. It's going to be incredibly valuable. My fourth tip that I would tell you that is probably one of the most important ones is the kiss principle, which is keep it simple, sweetheart you need to keep things simple. Always start simple and complicate things later. You can infinitely complicate things, friend, and be sure to start your menu. Keep it simple. Don't start with a large menu, your decor, um, just all the blows, even all the stuff that you can do with the business. I would tell you to keep it simple because the more you complicate it, it's going to be harder to manage the model you know we're going to have five different dining options we're going to do you know um soups and fish i don't i, I don't know what you, you plan on doing but we're going to do fish chicken beef this this all of that is going to add layers of complication to something that's already a little bit complicated especially upfront. the fifth tip i have for you is to always have an exit strategy you need to go into anything with an exit strategy in mind so if you're going to for example purchase a failing restaurant you need to know the value of the assets What I mean is the equipment. So what if that in six months, you're not able to sustain it? You've gone into debt and you're like, you know what? It's time to close the door. Worst case scenario, you need to have that exit plan in place. So you're like, okay, if I were to sell all the equipment, it would be, I could probably sell it for 50 K. I would be able to make this much money back so I can pay my debt and or and or and or. So you need to have an exit strategy. Are you able to sell the business? So if you're buying a business, you need to also think about what if I were to sell this business? Uh, one day and have that exit strategy, uh, in place. I hope these tips were helpful for you. I have three other videos that I really think it would serve you to check them out. One is how, in like three minutes, I'm going, I show you in that video, how to calculate your profit margin in that, for example, you're going to go buy a restaurant. Hypothetically, the rent is 5k a month. What should your gross sales be in order for the restaurant to be profitable? Because below that, most likely you are not going to be profitable. And that gives you an idea before you get involved with a location, before you sign papers, you need to know what's going to be the profit margin. Now, that's going to be an estimate. It's not like scientifically accurate to the, you know, decimal thing, but it gives you a great idea that video. I'm going to have linked down below in the description as well for you. The second video I really would like you to check out is one where I go over 12 factors to consider before you choose a location. When you're in going get to get a location, that friend, you cannot change. If you get a menu, whatever decor, your people. All kinds of stuff, most likely you can switch and change. The name of the restaurant, the cuisine, whatever you serve. But once you sign papers for a location, you cannot change that. So I really think you need to have an understanding going into purchasing a location. Hypothetically, it is cheap rent. It has poor visibility. Then you're like, okay, I can channel that money into marketing so I have more money from marketing because I don't have the visibility or it said it's expensive, but you're on the interstate or somewhere you have good visibility hypothetically or the access. I go over 12 different factors that you do need to consider evaluating a location. It comes with a PDF uh, resource for free for you as well. I hope that you take advantage of that. I'm going to link, I have the link down below as well. Last but not least, I have another free resource on our website that is called 52 ways to market your restaurant. I really think you need to have a good understanding of marketing. If you're purchasing a new location, you need to have a 90 day pre-launch and 90 day post launch game plan for your restaurant. And if you're going to be investing thousands of dollars into this location, you better have a few thousands of dollars set aside to make sure to tell other people about it. There are a lot of ways to market your store. And so that is a free PDF we have on our website at uh, www.makingdosha.com. Go grab that. And again, all of these resources, I hope... And these tips are to help you, give you some clarity as to what you can and cannot do. Start simple and complicated later. I hope that you found it helpful. Keep me posted uh, and uh, I wish you the absolute best. And you, thank you for everybody who's tuning into this show. If you have any questions you'd like me to cover in a future episode, be sure to go to our website and scroll all the way down. There's a section where you can submit your question and I'll be happy to cover it the best I can in a future episode. And with that, let's get back to work and make some dough. Thank you, bye-bye.